Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and every week we chat to a musician about the first gig they ever went to. And this week we're joined by Nell Meskel. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for chatting. So what was the first gig you ever saw? I had to have a little think, but I, as far as I know, it was the X Factor tour. And I'm not sure what year it was, but it was me and my cousins went with our mums and yeah, we just saw all the, it was like a reunion X Factor tour. Very cool. So you got to see loads of people then that night. Yeah, I saw a load of people. I'm, I don't think, I think it was the year before or after One Direction. So okay. I remember being upset. That you'd missed out on those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> At that point, had you already began your music journey? Um, yeah, because I would have been like singing and like, not like officially, but yeah. I would have been like doing concerts and stuff like that. And um, as I, I used to think that I only really started writing when I was like 12 or 13, but I have videos that I've been watching recently of me as like a four-year-old, five-year-old playing on the piano, like trying to make up songs. So yeah, I guess that was when I started being a singer-songwriter, I suppose. But I uh, yeah, that was my first gig. I kind of love that because you kind of forget those things until you start thinking back and going, actually, I've done this longer than I thought I have. Yeah, I, I always find it funny when people are like, yeah, I started writing when I was two and they can remember it all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, as soon as I saw this video, I was like, who is this little girl? Am I singing the worst song I've ever heard? And then it was me. So, yeah. I hope you have those recordings or I hope you have a video of that somewhere just for your I own do. I, I'm waiting for the right moment to share it. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the first gig that you did? Apart from that one, of course. The first gig? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> The first gig that... I would have done would have been I was I did a lot of score growing up um cool. and stuff like that so those would have been like the first shows that I would have been like showcasing yeah me singing I remember I was in a glee club um in Kilcock near where I grew up and um we would do loads of showcases and stuff and I remember doing Rolling in the Deep by Adele I remember doing CeeLo Green's Forget You and we had a whole dance routine to it wow um but yeah, I did a lot of those types of things. I, I, I was in a lot of like different theater groups and stuff like that, a lot of musical theater. But the first gig um, that I did officially as me as an artist um, was in September last year 
and it was my first headline gig and I was in London in the social wow and in London wow were you nervous I was so nervous because I did I only had one song out so Mm -hmm. it was a bit of like a toss-up of who was actually going to show up how how do you try and keep an audience I suppose it's what I'm going to be doing on like the upcoming shows it's like how do you keep an audience entertained for half an hour to 45 minutes when they only know one or two songs Mm -hmm. um but I've been really I've been really welcomed by people that have just like shown up and are just there to hear whatever I have to say so it's been really lovely but yeah it can be really daunting but yeah my brother and my dad were there um and they were like my dad was sobbing (laughs) it was like a really lovely moment (laughs) so yeah my neighbor my neighbor had flown over as well so it was it was a lovely thing it was really really nice that's a really special memory to have as well yeah it was really lovely do you remember the moment when you're like, this is when I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to, I'm going to really give this a go in regards to the music. Yeah. I, I've been talking about it a lot recently because I think it's just been so, I've been thinking about it a lot where I was, I remember I was walking my dog and I listened to a song that Birdie had released. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember walking my dog and like I had this pang in my chest and I was welling up and I was like, I'm like 12. Why, why am I feeling these, these emotions right now on a dog walk? And I remember thinking this is, I need to do this. I need mm-hmm. to make other people feel this type of way. Um, and like bring out these emotions in people. And that was kind of when I remember I spoke to my mom about it and she got me these recording sessions for Christmas. And then I was like, Okay, I'm gonna make an album. Very cool. <laughs> uh, I didn't make an album, but I, I did record a lot of music and then eventually release them. So yeah, I feel like that might have been the turning point of like, okay, that no matter what, this is definitely gonna be my main focus. What has been the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I have ever been given. That's such a tough one. I feel like the most general one. And I, uh, someone asked me this recently. And it's just like be a good person, like be nice yeah. to people, because I feel like you can always whittle out who who's actually just being themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the most important thing. Just be nice to people, be gracious. You never know what other people are going through. So just, uh, yeah, just be be a good person, I suppose. And I feel like we can all take take that on board in some ways. So absolutely, um, yeah. And I think when you do then you you kind of bring those people into your life as well. You know, I think there's like a vibe that goes on there and you kind of very quickly suss out who's legit and who's not. Like, Yeah, and you hold on to those relationships much yeah. longer when it's like built on foundations that were real mm-hmm. and nice and kind. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> and then coming up, you have the Academy Green Room in Dublin on the 5th of March. Have you started preparing already for it? Yeah, I've got rehearsals next week. I'm really excited. We're going to be doing all the new songs and uh, songs that no one's heard before. We're going to be doing a cover of Claro and the 1975 mashup. So yeah, we've got loads kind of coming in those rehearsals that I'm really excited for. Is it difficult to pick what, what you'll play and what you'll leave out for the night? Um, Kind of and kind of not really. Like I know I'll be playing Graduating and Homesick. Cause those are the two that are out. Yeah. Um, and then it's just kind of a bet like, what I want to, what I want people, because I know a lot of people that are going to be coming will be hearing my music for the first time. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what what do I want to put out first for mm-hmm. them to kind of get a good grasp of what the next few few uh, months are going to be like. So uh, it's just exciting. It's really fun. So they're going to be in a couple of like exclusives as well, it sounds like. 
Oh, to- like most of the set is songs that um, aren't out yet, some that aren't recorded. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. I-, I love that part of it because it's really exciting because you kind of get up and it's a totally different vibe of like, oh, this is out. So I know some people like it. Whereas like when you're playing, I'm playing a song that's just me and it's going to be me on the piano and my band haven't even heard it. So it's oh, like wow. exciting of like, this could be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It feels good. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But well, I'm just really, really excited. Oh, I love that. Because it's kind of giving the song its little road test as well to be like, well, you know, you, you do what you, what you think of this. Yeah. I think that's why I released Homesick was because I we played it on all the shows and it was the one where everyone kind of like came to the front and jumped. Yeah, nice. and it was one of the, it was just a really exciting song every night. I was like, I can't wait for Homesick and I wanted more people to know it so that at the shows, everyone was just screaming the words because we had a show in Galway um, and there was a girl right up at the front and no one had ever heard the song before. I think it must've been the first night um, in the Irish tour. So no one in Ireland had heard this song and she, by the end of the song, she was like screaming one of the lines that was like, no shame in that. And she was screaming that back with me. And I was like, that is so, that's so cool. And I want more people to be able to do that. So, yeah. So there'll be lots of that happening on the 5th of March. Yes. <laughs> where, where is the best place people can keep up to date what you're up to? Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. My name, Nell Meskel. Um, you can see everything, all my thoughts at all times of the day <laughs> from one of those one of those apps. But yeah, excellent. And then the gig in Dublin is on in the Academy Green Room on fifth of March. Nell Meskel, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.